Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that never ends. It just goes on and on and on. But the whole time we're listening to an 80s power ballad. <laughs> With Fantasy Month underway, we brought along our resident book reader and social media manager, Danielle. Hi, I did not read this book though. Sorry guys. Ah. And of course, saving us from all of the unknown is Hassa. Yeah. And simply narrating what is going on is myself, Chris. That's right. I'm a narrator. Uh, what fantasy-themed month wouldn't be complete if we didn't have at least one meta-narrative story where we watch a boy read a story about an adventure to find the boy who's reading the adventure? <sighs> I confused Is that myself. what this was about? I confused Basically, myself. if you think about it. So let's just talk about the never-ending story. Um, or try okay. to go the German. So let's, let's go with this. I've never seen this movie before I, now. Which I thought was weird because it came out the year before you're born. Yeah, so. but you have, didn't Yeah, plenty of times. I've, I've seen it, but it's been a very long yeah. time. So yeah. I, I think this definitely goes into the category of you liked it because you were a kid. Oh, I didn't remember liking it, <laughs> to be honest. I remember liking it, but I watched it, well, I watched it more recently, like when I was a teenager. And when I was watching it as a teenager, I'm like... This is just a story to trick kids into reading. 100%. This is what this story is. Yes. But I really liked when he's talking, when uh, Bastion is talking to the book dude, and he's like, I read Lord of the Rings and 20,000 <laughs> Leagues Under the Sea. And it's like, why were the boys chasing you? And I'm like, he read Lord of the Rings and 20,000 <laughs> Leagues Under the Sea. And this is the 80s. Yeah. He's a nerd. <laughs> nerd! <laughs> Except that we've read most of those, too. No, I know, but, like, we took our lumps in the 80s and 90s so that people can love those things now openly without having to worry about it. I was talking about that with tattoos the other day. I'm like, I used to, like, I have tattoos, like, higher up because I had to hide them and stuff. And now it's just, like, you can just have tattoos. I'm like, damn it. Now it's a very social acceptable thing. But we had to wait for that. We're the people who kind of had to... Yeah, we took our lumps so that other people could, Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know. That's okay. That just means I get to come more. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I need more. I need them. <laughs> I know. I know. I need one more, too. At least one more. Okay. So, back to the never-ending story. Okay, so my, my touchstones on this, obviously, are pop culture-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone... This is one of those movies that everyone seems to have watched as a kid. Family Guy made fun of it very hilariously with Falcor going down. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, more recently, obviously, they had the never-ending story song in Stranger Things yep. Season 3. Yeah. Which was, even though I had never seen this movie, really magical part of that story that was kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was surprised not only to find that this movie is straight up German. Yeah. But it's filmed here yep. in our hometown. Yeah. Well, the... The outside the, scenes. Yeah. yeah, the outside scenes yeah. in the town are filmed in Vancouver. We were, we were watching it and going like, that looks like Gastown. I'm like, that's a steam claw. This looks really familiar. I'm like, I think my school is somewhere back there. And, and then it was kind of interesting to, to then think about it and be like, this is our town before we were born. Yep. Because mm-hmm. none of us were born in 84. <laughs> so well, Vancouver, I mean, Vancouver's always became recognizable in most movies because they use it so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But this is like old Vancouver, no editing to no. the scenes or anything. No. But it was, just, it was just kind of weird. And again, it was weird for me to just go back and watch this and see like all the weird creatures and like those things in the Empress's courtyard that were just basically heads sitting on rock piles. 
Those Which things are that, awesome. All that looked still really good with the animatronics and stuff. Like, not perfect. Some but they looked, looked somewhat good. Do you remember the fairy who looked super angry to be a fairy? Yeah. <laughs> that was In one funny. of the crowd shots yes. where Atreyu first shows up. And it's just like, oh, oh, I don't want to be a fairy. <laughs> I'm in this high school version of a costume for us a fairy. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? But, okay. I didn't particularly enjoy this movie. Did either of you guys? I still enjoyed it because there's a little bit of nostalgia, but it doesn't hold up as much mm-hmm. as some of my other childhood movies. But I think there's a lot of potential in actually getting this remade into like something really spectacular with better um, animation and, you know, if you want to do puppets or whatever. Ripley. The cat, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Not just Ripley out of nowhere. <laughs> That's our cat. Fine. Chewing on stuff. Chris? This... <sighs> I, I so rewatching this, I went, Holy crap, I hate Bastion right now. This guy cannot act. Oh, he was the, terrible. The kid was terrible. terrible. Um and yeah this movie doesn't hold up. I think if you had the proper actors or you had the proper director mm-hmm. I like the story idea of it. I like the idea that they're li- he's literally reading a story that needs him to finish it. Yeah. But apparently it's only half of the book. Which I now really want to go read the book. Yeah, now, now I kind of want to read it out too. And now find that out you said that, I should have read on. it. Damn it. Oh well. Plus, I never saw the sequel, so I don't really know if they actually followed up on the two uh, sequels. Maybe. Yeah. It's a different Bastion in the next one. I think he's the one who plays Bill in the older um, It movie, the TV one. I think it's yeah. that I actor. I never looked it up. Um, but he actually like goes into the world. Yeah. So, I, I'd like to see more action y stuff to it. Well, they introduced that creepy wolf, and then they never use it. No, he just kind of like hey, that I'm here. scared me so much as a child. By the way, that wolf. Yeah. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so much. culturally, it wasn't who framed Roger Rabbit? It's okay. <laughs> culturally, obviously, everyone knows Falcor yes. from this movie, and they know this the Swamp of Sadness, which is a terribly named swamp. Let's put it. Let's and the nothing. Uh, and the nothing is just yeah. a terribly terribly it's named just, thing. It's just it's very childish. Yeah, but. I would that Swamp of Sadness is one of those things that always comes up in lists of mo- movies from your childhood that scarred you, yeah. right? With the horse's death, right? Which is that horse looked absolutely terrified to be submerged in that much water. <laughs> Apparently, it was it was okay. It survived. It didn't actually die. No, no, I know. But wonder, like, I wonder if that happened is... so fast. It was like a half an hour into the movie. Yeah, like you barely got a chance to like the horse, let alone love the horse. And that was kind of the problem with the whole. Bastion feeling everything that Atreyu's feeling, where it's just like, did he? Was that part of this? Well, he did was, I miss that? He would be like crying, and he'd be like, I don't th- talking out loud. Well, you and... kept saying that he should have been narrating that in, but I think yeah. you're just supposed to know that there's a connection there. Yeah, like the 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 part that really confused me was when he screamed because the turtle showed up. So apparently I, there was another part to that, and that's why it yeah. didn't fit. So like he screams, and then they look around, and then he goes, "Was that me?" And it's like, "Wait, what do you mean? Was that you? Of course you screamed!" Mm-hmm. Like unless he literally read out loud, and a scream came out of the out of nowhere, yeah. and then he screamed, like that wouldn't make any sense to the person who's watching this movie. So I was, because I was interested in what the actual story was, and I was looking it up, and as I said, this this film only covered half of the book. And the part at the end where the Empress is trying to get Bastion to, like, give her a name. Does he give her a name? I don't even remember. He, he does. 
You does don't, he say it? He does say it when I think he's screaming. We just don't hear it. It's supposed to be his mother's name. Yeah. Okay. Because like in the book, it's Moonchild. By yeah. Because like on I, everything <laughs> I've looked up, which was incredibly hard to find everything in this movie, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, they call her Moonchild, which means his mom's name was Moonchild. Yeah. His mom was a hippie. <laughs> but like, and he, yeah, he Moonchild his... married Gerald. Yeah. Because that's the name of her, his dad. Who was Ooh. like, you know, grow up, get on with your life, oh, stop he was being such a child. A, such a dick. Even dad. though he was a child. Apparently he's a 12 year old, but still, this, it's a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <sighs> just. I would like it to go more meta on it, be self aware of well, what I, it's doing. Because she does have that line where she's like, people are watching you doing this. And you're like, oh, hey, cool, I'm watching him yeah. watch a well, story. Then, and then it gets super, mer- super net- meta, where it's like, this boy is watching you, Atreyu, and people are watching the boy. And yeah. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> Push the envelope. Yeah. Get Deadpool in there. <laughs> Just Ryan Reynolds shows hey. up. Hey, what's I, going on? Yeah, and I think now today with kids, like, I think they would want more, like, it showing needs, the interaction more. It needs to be way, way more... And- Back and, and forth. And there's got to be, like, yeah, more action, more stuff happening. I think it was also because if you look at the animatronics, they moved very slowly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it. But now with all the technology we have, you can make it a little bit more fast-paced. Put more in there. You can make it a longer movie, too. Kids can sit through longer movies now. Yeah. Not only that, but, like, let's face it. They they tout Atreyu as this great warrior. You never see him fight anything. I know. But he's not... The thing is, he's touted as Atreyu the warrior. But then they're like, leave all your weapons, by the way, and go off. Did they say leave all your weapons? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even remember that. <laughs> That's before when, uh, what's his name? Carrion? Yeah. Karen? He's like, leave your weapons here. They're probably like, this can't be too violent for children. Probably. That's probably what the thought was. Also, Atreyu was supposed to be green-skinned. Oh. And have blue hair. Oh. Mm. That would be interesting. According to the book. I looked up the wiki. Oh, okay. Well, he, he didn't. Damn it, I and really should have read this. They, they tried Fail. They tried the special effects, and he's like, apparently he just looked like a fungus, so they yeah. don't know. Mm. Yeah. So I'm totally do... going with that, by the way. I want to see green skin and You can do hair. it now. You can totally do that now. Just oh. Gamora with blue hair. Yeah. Although, when, he, when that guy first showed up, you're like, a very pretty boy. <laughs> he thought was a girl. <laughs> Such a girl-looking boy. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing that I, that I joked about and I want to bring up was when he meets the book dealer dude and he has to go away to do the answer the phone or something like that. Yeah. Don't touch this book. It's not for you. Wink. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't touch this book. I'm going to put a newspaper over top of it. Don't touch the book. You can touch any other book. Just don't touch this one. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he, he watches them run out of the store and he's like, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so there's one one particular line that just kind of a creeped me out and then b made me laugh out loud, and it's Falcor when he's like, "I love children," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> well, then, they, but they, then they he's go like, to eat. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, See, he's a thing, good luck dragon. The thing I didn't what? like, the thing I didn't like about Falcor is like I like his design and everything. Yes, his nose moved way too much. Mm-hmm. And his tongue. Yeah, like like he just talked and like every single word he came that came out of his like his nostrils were moving. They're probably really excited yeah. about that animatronic though. Like, oh, yeah. we can really get his face to work. You I can... thought he looked cool though. Like you oh, said, yeah. he looked more Japanese he's... and kind of fluffy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like yeah, he wasn't he... a typical dragon. Yeah, yeah, he's really cool, and he had those scales that looked like pearls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I always he's, liked him. He's more fluffy. like that. Um... It's like a dog. Kinda. Well, he reminds me of the the dragon from Spirited Away, the river dragon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
like that one didn't have fur, but it's kind of it was long and white it's, and yeah, the right? like the Japanese style dragon. Yeah, it's yeah. where it's just up and down, no mm. wings. Yeah, the wingless dragon. Unlike last week's dragon. Last week was not a dragon. Yeah, you were you read you looked it up too. No, I I know this. Yeah. I love dragons. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk. We we're we're ready to talk about it last yeah. week. We'll get into it. Okay, uh, this is a pretty large cast. We should probably get into it sooner rather than later. But does anybody have any major changes? Because I uh, have. Oh, I wouldn't say I have major changes. I kind of want to still keep it for kids, but um, I want to definitely like all the like mystical creatures and all that. I want them all either animated or like puppets or in that. Put the budget in, all into that, and then I'm using voice actors. When you actresses. say animated, are you saying 3D, like CGI yeah, or CGI? Saying... Maybe CGI, but it would be nice to do like puppetry with CGI. Sort oh. of like I want it to be, look really freaking good. I want the Henson Company to. Yeah, do it. exactly. That's what I was thinking. Do it like that. That's how I want to change. I don't. I would like it today. The only thing is like. I don't know. Do kids get made fun of for being nerds still? No. That's no. what I think. Not nearly as much. But that doesn't mean he is made fun of for being a nerd. Like, he could just be outcast. Outcast? He's just a... Because he, he still he's reads actually... paper books and he doesn't read them on a... Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, on no. an e-reader. Read Kindle. <laughs> yeah. We get read, a Kindle. Get it. Yeah. They're get throwing your, them at him. Get your e-reader. No, I want to read it from, from real books. I think you do it more, though, that he's just... He's very antisocial. He could do right. that. He's very withdrawn, and people. Oh, there's still kid... people like that today. Yes, of there are. I have but, a new coworker but like that. Kids, like <laughs> right? He just well, he doesn't interact happened, like, with kids. His yeah. mom just died. Like he's probably sad all the time. Like, and right? he goes into this book kind of trying to forget about that. It kind yeah. of brings him well, away from that. He's escaping, right? Yeah, that's literally when I read books to escape reality because reality sucks sometimes. That's why I play video games. That's why I do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's probably my my changes, and I'm I'm think I'll age I'm gonna age up them to I'm gonna age um Bastion up to a teenager, not a kid. I still kept Bastion young. I think Atreyu went a little older, but as I said, I'm gonna actually go with what the book apparently calls him, which is green skin, blue hair. So I think it'd be awesome to see that because we kind of have. I already said Gamora, was mm -hmm. perfectly done. Yeah. I still want animatronics. I want. Like I said, the Henson Company yes, would be great to choice. do this. That's especially yeah. after watching them what they did with Dark Crystals. And that was show. that was one of the reasons why I thought it was really good. So I want that mix of the puppetry and then the live action. I want more action. I want a fight between him and, or Atreyu and the wolf. Gamok. Gamok. Gamork. <laughs> Whatever. Even though he's not really, there's not really a fight in the well, book. Apparently, I'm sure they just cut down on the violence for yeah. children, but I don't think that's a no, big there, deal. There's like, not. It in the book. Really? So in the book, he finds him in the city, but he's chained up because they find out he's working for the nothing. And so he dies. And then when he dies, he instinctively lashes out and grabs Atreyu's leg, and that's all. But still, did, with... did, did anybody expect the nothing to actually talk? No, it's nothing. Yeah. I know, but like... It's like clouds. It's an evil. <laughs> it's an evilness in a children's I book. I think it's just it's literally nothing, just taking over stuff that there's nothing anymore, which yeah. is yeah. kind of scary. That's literally what was happening now. There's a whole lot of nothing happening in our lives right now. It's scary. Yeah, microscopic enemies. Yes. Mini chlorines. Uh, yep, yeah, that's it. Oh. They're taking um, over. For me, I'm going full page master on this. Ooh. So it is live action in the real world, and it is full-on animated cartoon. 
in that's cool in the other world because what what style i don't know <laughs> but because of the fact that as you said the characters look super weird and different mm-hmm. and i think they did a good job and i think yeah the hansen company could probably yes. do a much better job yes. but i still think it would look a little off because of how different things are like with teeny weeny and the rock cr- biter like yeah. right they're just the scale of it is so off that mm-hmm. i think i think you kind of need to but i think you can redo that now like you you could have a normal size actor play teeny weeny hmm. which essentially i do but you just scale them down right yeah but I think the big point of this is you have the real world as, like, the physical real world. Yeah. I don't get where that attic is in the school that just, like... A creepy attic? Creepy attic yeah. full of all this weird stuff. I'm yeah. like, why would a school... There's, like, a samurai outfit and stuff. Like, Why would that not be on display in a school? That yeah. would have been awesome. And but the head like, of a wolf up yeah, there. Yeah. That, that almost well, that falls creepy. on him and attacks him. Yeah. But, like, stuff like that should, like, that wolf should have been Gamork. Like, mm-hmm. it should have been Gamork's head. And, like... Oh, the, the It should be a reflection of what he sees. Exactly, yeah. right? Because it's his imagination Well, there's also the life. scene where they you think you, they see each other. It's like that mirror. They should have actually seen each other. Yeah. For sure. There should have been, like, a mirror somewhere that yeah. he yeah. looks in and sees Atreyu. And... I just think you have Fantasia or whatever, whatever it's called. It has different names, apparently. I don't know. This was so young adult for me. Like, yeah. things that, like... The Swamp of Sadness, Fantasia, childish. The Nothing. Like, they're just terrible names childish. for these things. But yeah. you, can, you can change that. Oh, no, I know. And just make it a little bit more. But if, but if it's based on a book, I'm not going to... Yeah, like, you don't It's wanna... a book that's... This movie is loved by a lot of people. Right. So. As I said, I still liked watching yeah. it. I think I like the second one more, though, because it's more in the world and there's more going on. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of how I wanted to change it. I, hmm. You know... I feel that I think it would look because then you would have this huge disparity, disparate whatever disparity. Thank you between the real world and the book world, right? Or things, and then yeah, I want way more action. I want him to fight Gamork at least once, right? Yeah. I like this. The horse thing is sad, but I kind of want him to have the horse for quite a bit of time before he loses the horse. Mm-hmm. So maybe Gamork kills the horse later or something like that, but. So you actually feel love for this so horse? So you feel love for yeah. the horse, you know? It's not just there and then, okay, bye. Yeah. Mm. And, like, you sink in the swamp because you're sad, right? But he didn't sink later. But he had the whatever, that little oh, pendant that yeah, said yeah, it yeah. would protect him. Yeah, that's why. I guess that's true. Like, that's what it, what they say. Yeah, because, like, he got super sad because the horse died. <laughs> and he didn't sink. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sad. Um, Sad. This movie was released here, anyway, July 20th, 1984, quite a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, has a Rotten Tomato score of 80% for critics and 81% for audiences. Yeah. So uh, fairly loved. On yeah. the same page. Yeah. Um, it was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, who's actually directed quite a bit of notable movies. Yeah. You just look him up at all? No. Nope. So, obviously German, as we've talked about. Oh, he directed the... Yeah. Incredibly famous German submarine movie, Das Boot. Ah, Das Boot. Yeah. Um, he also directed Outbreak, Troy, and Air Force One. Wait, Troy? Troy. Wow. Yeah. This guy's a pretty accomplished director. <laughs> yeah. So, like which you Troy. really couldn't tell from this movie. No. <laughs> well, it was the 80s. Also, yeah. Let's, this, let's was, give this, it... this was close to his beginning of his career. Yeah. So. Okay. Long list to get through. 
Long list. Okay, we're going to start with Carl, Conrad Coriander, the book dealer dude. The book dealer. Uh, originally played by Wink. Tom- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey. hey. Originally played by Thomas Hill. Who wants to start? I'll, I'll go, I guess. Okay. Um, for me, I went with Richard Schiff. Who's that? <laughs> I picked him for something Did else. you? <laughs> okay, well then I don't really have to explain why. I don't know who he is, though. Uh, he's been on a lot of stuff. Um, I have him down here. He was Eddie in The Lost World. He was Dr. Emile Hamilton in Man of Steel. You, you've seen him. Okay. You would know him if you saw him. Oh, okay. I got a photo. Yeah. This guy. Look him up. Oh, no, I think I've seen him. Yeah, no. you definitely have seen him. So, an older actor. Yeah. And I think he would just play this bookstore owner really well. The, no children allowed in here. Oh, wait, there's a children. Come take this book from me. <laughs> but don't take it. But don't take it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Richard Schiff. Okay. Daniel? Okay, mine's going to be a Carla. Okay. I switched it to a woman. I picked Miranda Otto. Who's yeah. that? She's in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah, she plays in Lord of the Rings. I should look oh, her up. Oh, she's she's, she's, she's the one that's also yeah. She's also in the Chilean Adventures of Sabrina. Oh. So, because I'm sorry, the Lady of Rohan. Okay. Yes, that's yeah. who kills that the is. Witch King. Yeah. She's a. I kind of want her to be kind of creepy because the bookstore person is sort of creepy, but I wanted to switch it to a girl because creepy kind of uh, guy kind of came off pedophilic. So, <laughs> in a way, after watching this movie, it's like, oh. And yeah, sorry. Don't <laughs> apologize. Um, no children in the bookstore for a reason. I'm not allowed near them. <laughs> wow, the story got a whole lot different. Well. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. keep going. Yeah. Have a joke for later, but not on the podcast. <laughs> um, I went for nice old man. Yeah. So I picked the nicest old man I could think of, and I went with Alan Arkin. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Arkin. Yeah. Like when I was thinking about like, because he is always funny, and he could be, like this guy was obviously doing the wink, wink, don't touch this book thing. Mm-hmm. But I can, I can get, you can get Alan Arkin to do that incredibly well, and it could be funny. Yeah, you want right? it to be funny. Yeah. I want mine to be creepy. Don't take the book. Because you shouldn't be taking the book. Yeah. The book is bad. But the book isn't bad. The book is just well, alive. That's yeah. that's yeah. not so good. It's so. your story. All okay. Right. Next. Next. Teeny Weenie. <laughs> Which is a different name. The original name is a German yes. name. Yes. They switched it to Teeny Weenie. So, played by Deep Roy, which was probably a poor thing to do seeing as deep roy is a they probably just want a small person yeah that's my guess but so. they voiced... but deep roy is a really good actor it was definitely not his voice it wasn't his voice no no oh, deep roy is a good actor we see him a lot of things oh yeah like he's, he's, been in... he's really my favorite young oompa loompa nope <sighs> i love him as the oompa loompas oh yeah he... like it was, it was that good. was the only good thing about that movie i think he said in an interview that like he didn't realize that he was going to be the only one he had a lot of work to <laughs> oh, yeah. do for that yeah. movie but yeah. he did amazing. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm up now. Yeah, we'll just go in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. I, so as I said, I you know, I didn't go with a small actor, little person actor. I literally went with Zach Galifianakis. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, you know what? Put him in the top hat, put him in the suit, and put him on a snail, and it would be funny to me. Yeah. And I think Zach Galifianakis is just, he's hilarious. He's funny. And this is just a really small part that... Mm-hmm. He hasn't really done a lot in a while. No, I mean, he 
houses what is two ferns. Oh, I guess he's still doing his show and stuff like that. Still does, and he still does a few, like oh, his no, shows I, and whatnot. Just, he's just would, not in we movies. We wish he would do more because he is very funny. Yeah. yeah. So I went with him. Okay, so like I said, for any of the creatures, I want them either. Well, yeah, I kind of want to go Jim Henson kind of route too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going like more puppets and CGI and stuff. So this is going to be that kind of character. So I got a voice actress. I swear, because there's not enough chicks in this book. It's like all dudes. So I picked a uh, Gray Griffin, and you know who that is. I know you both know who that is. You just watched Avatar. You know who that is. Is that her name? Yeah, Gray Griffin. She's Azula. Oh, I thought her yeah. name was something else. No, it's Gray Griffin. Look her up. Huh? She's, she's got a very high-pitched voice, though, So, and Teeny Weeny, being a small person, I just thought, you know, a high-pitched voice would work, and she'd be some sort of small creature. They can make her, like, a really small, like, creature thing or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's great. She shows up in a lot of stuff. Yeah. She's in She-Ra You're as right. well. I yeah. thought it was somebody else. Yeah. You're thinking, I don't know, I'm... I... Never mind. There's another voice actress with the last name Griffin, but the first name's different. I actually looked her up. Thought of her for another part, but... Yeah? Went went differently. Who'd have to have? Um, I had Tom Kenny. <laughs> SpongeBob? That's a good yep. choice. Yeah. Well, you have, a, you have a diminutive character. Yep. Right? Riding a snail. And if you want to keep Meow. a high voice or something... Come yeah. on, Gary! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, it's really on the nose. But again, as I said, like I wanted this to be fully animated, right? So yeah. Yeah. he is one of the best that when it comes to voices like that. Like so. Yes. Yeah. He is great. Yes, he is. Okay. Uh next. Uh, <laughs> go go for it. Pion Pion Krakenzark. Pion Krakenzark. I'm pretty sure he was just called Rock Rockbiter in the movie. Yeah, the giant rock, rock giant. Which he looks good too. Still today. He looked really good. Yeah, except for you can kind of, like, it's not as rocky. It's just like, oh, it's a rubber suit. I know, but still. Oh, yeah. He still looked good. Like, the face and all that yeah. does look really good. Okay. Oh my God. I chose somebody mainly because he's done voices for large characters and has a very deep voice. He was the Iron Giant. He was Groot. He is Vin Diesel. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with a different uh, no. deep voice big guy there Can't for a second. Can't go with Alba anymore. You guys told me no. <laughs> no, but like, this is, a, again, not a really huge part. He's not no, in it for a lot. No, they're all small parts. Yeah, like, none so of these it, characters are in it, in any one scene other than, like, Atreyu for a long time. Oh, could... sorry. I forgot to say, Alan Oppenheimer did the voice for this originally. Yes. In the English version. Okay. Yeah. Is that one of the right. voices you had a hard time finding? Yes, it was. With, along with many? Yeah. So. But it, I think with a lot of these characters, you can expand on them in the remake. Yeah. But yeah, Vin Diesel. Just give him, give him that big, big, tall, giant personality, and he, he's got it. So. Who'd you have? I had Corey Burton. Another voice actor. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know who that one is? No. Um, well, he's Count I recognize du- the he's name. He's but... Count Duco in um, Clone Wars. Okay. And he's, he does a, he's usually a deep voice. He's showed up in a few things. I think he might have been in Avatar, too. Like, he shows up a lot. Yeah. All right. But just look, if you just look him up, you've heard his voice. Probably. There's a he's lot actually, of He's actually, he's in a lot of the, the dubbings for um, a lot of the Hayao Miyazaki films we've been watching, oh, too. Oh, Yes. I picked him for the deep voice. 
I picked somebody for their deep voice as well. Yeah. I picked Kevin Michael Richardson. Do I know who that is? Um, you've definitely heard him in things. <laughs> <laughs> he he was a shredder in one of the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoons. I believe he was in Avatar at least once. Probably um, everybody was in Avatar at least once. Yeah, he is one of those actors that does such a good job being that deep, either menacing or wise type of person. So yeah, yeah. Got Tim Cat. Yes, I, I chose him for out. something. Can't remember what I chose him for. I'm sure you've chosen for something. I'd have to look it up. All right, next. Uh, next um, is Woosh Woozle. <laughs> who is the Night Hob, the guy that flew around on the bat. And I don't know if they even use that name in it. I think they just called him Night Hob. Yeah. Um, played by Kilo Plunk- Plunkner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a little umlaut over the U, and I don't actually know how to pronounce Plunkner? that. Uh, sorry, Tilo. Um, oh, so sad. <laughs> Woosh Woozle. Woosh Woozle. Woo- woozle? Yes. I went with uh, Thomas Lennon. Oh, yeah? All right. So, you know, Jim, Lieutenant Jim Dangle from Reno 911. So, if you're going more, doctor are you the... going more yeah. funny with yours, too? Oh, yeah. Well, you're, I, I'm going all out, right? Yeah. Because this is a fantasy world, so everyone's going to be exaggerated characters. Because, really, this is in the kid's head. Somewhat. So, I just... I, I think he can do this really stupid. That's why stupid night no, hob character. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. Thomas Lennon. Yeah, you next? You're next. Okay. I picked Billy West. Nice. <laughs> He's a great voice actor. So. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. And he could do any no, kind of voice you terrible. really want. No, he's great. He's terrible. I picked one of his best cartoon best friends. And pick John DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, pick John DiMaggio because we just watched Princess Mononoke. Yeah. And hearing him in that reminded me how much I absolutely love John DiMaggio as a voice actor. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought about picking him somewhere, but I didn't. And I thought about picking Billy West somewhere, and I didn't. <laughs> That's a good thing. No, yeah, I didn't pick copy. either let's of them, so we're let's good. Let's try not to copy each other. Yeah. Um, next, Gamork. Gamork. Spelt with a comma? Or not a comma. Yeah. Well, that one. Apostrophe? Apostrophe. Thank you. Commas on the bottom. Yes. Yeah, yeah there was. He was the, the evil wolf who we've both talked about. We've all talked about. We need more from. I yes. want to see a giant wolf. And Like, terrifying. this thing was like, yes, and terrifying. Like, this thing was scary, but it wasn't big. It scared me as a child, though. I think it was the eyes. Those yeah. glowing eyes. Because you see the eyes even before you see what yeah. it actually is. Yeah. And I would have loved... This, which sounds weird because I don't like jump scares, but I would like rather a jump scare because when he sees the painting on the ruins, yeah. like when he's seeing what's happening, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's the wolf. I would rather that actually be the wolf. I said that when we were watching it. Yeah. 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 And he'd be like, oh, and then it just like moves at him, right? Yeah. 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 But I, I liked that end, that end. I liked the fact that they were like, this is not the first time this has happened because multiple people have re- read this book. Oh yeah, the, mm-hmm. the right? pictures scare me too because you start to go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like he's so, like he realizes he's in like a book basically. Mm-hmm. He realizes he's in a time loop. Yeah. Right. So, and that's probably why the, the next couple of movies and things get so out of whack because that time loop is supposed to loop. 
right? Mm, it's the never-ending story, man. It can it never ends. Yeah, because it, it just changes, but it changes for everybody. <laughs> it's different stories. Okay. All right, so Gamork. Gamork, originally played by Alan Oppenheimer. Yep. Again, he also did the narrator, I believe. Yeah. So. I chose Frank Welker. Optimus Prime. <laughs> no, Megatron. Megatron, oh, right. Okay. He does Megatron. Yeah. I also did, and one of the reasons is because he was also Dr. Claw. Yeah. From Inspector Gadget. Oh, okay. This guy had, and I looked it up, his 850 oh, yeah. acting oh, credits to oh, his yeah. name. This guy is in, in almost everything. Voice actors and actresses, they have so much to their, yeah. like, they get into like 500 things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, Megatron, Dr. Claw, those like really deep menacing voices. Yeah. So I think he, that would be a great... He'd come up with whatever voice, mm-hmm. but a menacing voice for this giant wolf. Okay. Um, I'm making mine a girl. And I'm picking... Tara Strong. No. <laughs> Tara Strong's somewhere there. No, I didn't actually pick her. I thought about her, but oh. I didn't. She is a very great voice actress. So um, I only know... Uh, her name's Lorraine Towsend. I think that's how you say her name. I only know her as Shadow Weaver from She-Ra, but she's a bad... Well, she starts off as a bad character, and she's kind of menacing. She's got a deep, deep voice, and that's I figure would match this character. Okay. Because, as I mm-hmm. said, this this character always scared me as a child. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is why I was confused earlier. What? When you mentioned the voice of Azula, because to me her name isn't Gray Griffin. What? Her name is Gray Delise. Ah, yes. Oh, so picked... it's the same person. What? Obviously, she must have changed her name. Oh. I was looking it up. I'm like, what the hell? So yeah. I don't know when she changed her name. Greatly sometimes I... credited as Gray Griffin. Okay. So I picked her for my Gamork. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because that's why I'm like, when you said that, I'm like, did I get this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, she's she's been in so many of the video uh... games that I've loved in the past. Oh, uh, she's in a lot of like DC stuff you watched. Yeah, too. true. Like, but like, I first yeah, remember her Catwoman. Yeah, she's yeah. Selena Kyle in the mm-hmm. Arkham movie, Arkham movies, Arkham games, as well as she's in the Mass Effect games. Like, she's been a staple of my video game hobby for a while. So, and she's always been a great voice actress. And then, yes, I have recently watched The Last Airbender, and she was great as Azula. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I wanted her as the menacing version of this because she's really good at doing that, that menacingness. So, yes. Gray Griffin or Gray Delisi or whatever the name her name is at the time, but yeah. I don't know when she changed it. I just always Apparently, in Frozen Griffin. Two, she was as Gray Delisi Griffin. Oh. So she keeps adding it and yeah. changing it. So I'm guessing it's just maybe she got married. Maybe got married and, and then she like kind of puts and, it in yeah. there and yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, Morla, the turtle. Lion Turtle. So I had a real, real oh, hard yeah, time really hard finding the voice of this turtle. Yeah. And um, to be honest with you, the Wikipedia say it's this voice, mm-hmm. but I am not 100% I sure. I thought it was a girl. It, it sounded the, like a girl. That's the thing. Sounded like a girl, but yeah. apparently Morla was a yeah. male. It was played it by Robert, like... Robert mm-hmm. Judah, who also played the voice in the Never Any Story cartoon show. Which mm-hmm. I didn't even know existed. I remember the cartoon show. Yeah. I don't remember the cartoon show. Um, but yeah, I, I hope 
I hope this is the this is the if we didn't credit the right person, we're sorry, but like this is the movie that has given me the most grief trying (laughs) to find these proper names. Like IMDb has some of them, but like Well, that's when I was actually doing the list up. I just went to Intermovie Database and I'm like, uh a lot of these characters aren't on this list. Do I have to actually like look them up, look them up? Like Like some of them are just uncredited, like he is uncredited. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like Yeah. It's, it's not really nice. Yeah. It's terrible, actually. So. Not getting credited for something you did. Yeah. Morla. Morla. The wise turtle. Because turtles turtle. have to be wise. Of course they do. All turtles are wise. That kind of like how all all um, owls have graduation caps? Yeah. And eat Tootsie Pops. <laughs> Just a well-known thing. A two. <laughs> a three. <laughs> okay. So for Morla... Speaking of Avatar, I want the Greg Baldwin. Okay, who is he? You would know him because he's Frank Fontaine in Bioshock, but he plays Iroh. Okay. But he plays Iroh after Mako passed away, who was the original. So he played Iroh in the second or the third book. Because the the original actor died, right? Oh, really? I didn't even notice a change in the voice. It was really well done. He studied under the, the original voice actor so he could mimic it but yeah oh is that why one of those things was dedicated to mako yes got it because he passed away and that was when they had it so but yeah you would recognize him because he does frank fontaine's voice in bioshock well i that that, those two voices are very very different but they're very different but he can do frank fontaine is that straight up like southern bostony type like (laughs) accented voice like yeah but it's iroh that like the old I like Iroh. I like Iroh. He, he was, was the best character. character. But I want that kind of like wise, but, you know, kind of... Well, it's the ancient one. Tired <laughs> turtle. That's what the turtle's also known as. Yeah, he's been fighting all the Stephen King stuff for a while, so, you know, just let him rest. Technically, he died. In It Chapter 2, he was yeah. dead. <clears throat> okay, fine. Then I'll go with the Terry Pratchett one. He's <laughs> holding up the world with all the elephants. <laughs> Ah, turtles are amazing. I can't remember the name of that turtle from It now. It's going to bother me. No, look it up. I'm going to look it up while you talk. You should still see those movies. I will at some point. We can watch it with you if you're scared of jump scares. We'll keep you safe. No. Um, Okay, so from Orla, I stuck to it being a girl because it sounded like a girl. Uh, I picked Cree Summer, and you guys better know who that is. She's in a lot of stuff. But it's funny because you mentioned Inspector Gadget because she's the... She was Peggy in Inspector Gadget. Penny. But is it Penny? I thought it was Peggy. Sorry. It's Penny. It's so Penny. Whatever. It's been a long time since I've seen that cartoon. That cartoon does not hold up, by the <gasps> way. It does not. It it's doesn't. so repetitive. Of course. Yeah. Okay. All of the 80s were. Okay, she was also in Rugrats and stuff like that. Apparently, she's in the new Voltron cartoon. Okay. Which she normally does um, she a was... really childish voice. Yeah, she was Tommy? Or no, no. she was Chucky. No, she's not. In That's... Rugrats? No. Um... Should I look her up? Uh, She's a black woman. I thought she was. Okay, Just while you guys are looking that up, the turtle's name was Matron. There you go. <laughs> uh, she comes up right away. No, who am I thinking of that was Chucky? Somebody else. That's her. Okay. Yeah. She was the. I forget the name of the black character she played in that, but she plays in a lot of stuff. Look it up. If you okay. heard her voice, you know no, who I'm she. Not... If you heard her voice, you know who she was. Yeah. But um, 
I was actually listening to her voice this morning, and I'm like, because oh, I know voice actors usually get hired for the same voice optic, but I'm like, they're usually very talented, can mm. do different voices. She can actually do deeper voice, which I heard the one she did from Voltron, and I'm like, that's the voice I want. Okay. A more ancient sounding voice. She's very talented. Yes. Who's, who's Hassa got? It went a little different. Uh oh. But I always like her kind of old woman voice. <laughs> That's why I went with Tress McNeil. You know, I thought I had her there to begin with, and I'm like, no, nah, I've picked her before. Yeah, my, I don't, I haven't. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with this because I always love her. Like her old woman stuff is always the, the funniest to me. Like, I absolutely love her as the crazy cat lady. <laughs> um, but yeah, she the crazy sh- cat lady in Futurama. Yeah, she was the crazy lady. No, you mean uh, Simpsons. Was it Simpsons? Yeah, yeah she's with mom the cats? in uh, Futurama. That's yeah. right, that's right. Sorry, I was, I was confusing the two. Yeah. Like, she's also she's in a involved. lot of Hayao Miyazaki films yes. for the, yeah. the yeah. dubbed. Yeah. Which is why, because we watched um, Kiki's Delivery Service. You didn't even catch that one. No, like, I oh, didn't. that's Tressa Are you sure? I'm like, no, that's Tressa It wasn't until she started laughing. I'm like, oh, no, that's Tressa McNeil. Which I wonder if that's her actual voice. Yeah, it's possible. Because it sounded just like a very common voice. But she always sounds so nice. And calming, right? When she or does evil. that. Oh, she wants and to. she wants to, yeah. She sounds evil, but yeah. Mom. Yes. Mom. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, I took my glasses off. Next on our list. So we have Andy Wood, but it's not Andy Wood. How do you pronounce that name again? It's like Angie Wook. Angie Wook. Is that it? I'm going to look this back up. I think this is the name I got off Internet Movie Database. Angie Wook. Though. Because I started with right using the names I could get off there. Angie Wook is the gnome that lives with his wife, Urgel, mm-hmm. near the Southern Oracle. According to the never-ending story wiki. Yeah. That's um, right. He was played by Sidney Bromley, who listeners will remember from last week, uh, as Hodge. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow, I didn't actually pick that up. <laughs> Hass is like, we gotta stop doing this. <laughs> Look, it's well, fantasy. Yeah, People I, are going to be in the same... Well, for me, it was like, how did we pick happens. a movie with two of the same actor in it, that movies that I have never seen? <laughs> yeah. So, Angie Wook. Um, Chris. I'm up first. Uh, you picked... You I, also I, cast the wife, right? I cast the wife, so I'll do oh, both. Oh, right. So, cast, do the wife as well. Um, so, I'm sorry. I have to look. Who, what's the character Urgle. name? Herbal? Honestly, Urgle. I, Urgle. I had so many people Patricia on this Hayes. list because Hass was like, oh, there's only a few people. I'm like, I got 12. So I cut, mm. I decided to it's cut fine. her because she mm. barely does anything. So originally played by Patricia Hayes. So for this, I'm just going like make them up to look really old. Yeah. But I went with comedic actors. So for Urgle, I went with Amy Poehler because <laughs> I think she would just play old lady witch gnome really well. And then for the science gnome, Angie Wook. I went with John C. Riley, because I love John C. Riley. I think he's funny, and he needs to be in more things without Will Ferrell. That's true. <laughs> but he can be really funny, and I think if you make him up to be like really old-looking and just kind of that lunatic, mm-hmm. kind of sciencey guy, I think it would work out really well. Sounds so that's good. who I had. And Amy Poehler is just amazing. So, one hundred percent. I picked Rob Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> not maurice the marsh <laughs> no come on he's great and he can do all sorts of kind of voices so yes he can and i think uh, he could do a gnome voice because that's what this is supposed to be yeah. he's supposed to be a gnome 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I went with Phil Lamar. Yeah? Yeah. I, I always thought, liked his stuff. I thought about picking you in summer, too. And yeah. I didn't. So, I think Phil Lamar is just a very, very talented voice actor. He's one of those, again, like we've talked about with all these other voice actors, like, they can do so much more than what they're always given. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. We're running through this pretty fast. Um, it's good, though, because we got so many crap. people. Uh, <laughs> we what? have Carrie in next. Yes. Originally played by Moses Gunn. Moses Gunn. That's a great name. Moses Gunn? Yeah. It's a pretty good name. He's not just Moses. He's Moses' gun. <laughs> Let uh, my people go! <laughs> <laughs> Ten Commandments! I don't want to listen to those. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. So he's, he was the rabbi with the pistols and the... <laughs> the quick and the dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably your best one yet, I gotta say. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, I'm up. You were up. Uh, I went with, I'm gonna say, butcher this name, Nonso Anosi. Haha, nobody knows what, who I'm talking about. Nope. Also, because you might have pronounced it wrong. I probably did. <laughs> it is, no, it's Nonso, though. Um, you might, if you've seen the live action Cinderella, he played the captain. If you remember way back in Game of Thrones, he played Zaro. So he was the guy that, in the merchant city of Karth, he's the guy that pretty much betrayed Daenerys and wanted to steal her dragons and then got locked in a vault with her handmaiden. Okay. What's his name? Nonso. <laughs> N-O-N-S-O-A-N-O. He's a big guy. You're looking him up. I am looking him up. Might not recognize him. Game of Thrones is where I know oh, I him most. Oh, I recognize him. There you go. Yeah. So. But yeah. I wanted a, a big guy that, to be this... I don't know what his role is. He's just kind of like talks for the Empress in the yeah. beginning and that's yeah. it. So. Yeah. Tells Atreyu to go like on his way, yeah. basically. And we want to trade you the warrior, not la- to trade la- you la- the la- child. Yeah. Well, I'll just go back to hunting my purple buffalo. Like, what, do you just do that as a pastime? You're a monster. <laughs> They're purple, and they're buffalo. Again, he's supposed to be green-skinned, so it makes perfect sense. This is a kid's movie. Danielle? Oh, yeah, it's my turn. So this person's not actually being animated or whatever. They're actual hmm. person. So I went with um, Michael Ely. I think that's how you say his name. I only know him from Almost Human. Do you remember his partner in Almost Human? Yes. Yes, it's that guy. Guy with the guy with the incredibly blue eyes. Yes, which he actually has those blue no, eyes. No, I know. That <laughs> that's kind of why I picked him because he looks kind of almost fantasy-like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was he good looked... in that show. I like yeah, that show. I really like that show. Nope, it wait. sucks that it got canceled. Nope, that's not the right guy. Have you heard of that show? I miss Carl Urban. But yeah, but he, yeah. we got the boys got now. The boys coming back. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. The boys. Look it up another time. I have no idea who that you've, is. You've definitely seen him before in other things. Did you ever play Detroit Become no. Human? Okay, he was in that. He's got super blue eyes. Um, I went... Kind of. This is kind of cameo-y for me, I guess. Because he's kind of the biggest <laughs> known person in the in the thing so far. I went with Ron Perlman, mostly because I, he I has that. he has that awesome deep, like authoritative voice, right? Which is kind mm-hmm. of what this character really needs. Shut up. 
Um, <laughs> Ron Perlman's amazing. I no, did not. It's because he's from Avatar as well. I know, because he just watched that. I'm like, yeah. I see where you're getting your ideas That's from. what happens. I watch something and I use it later. <laughs> yes. Um, wait till... He wait. only had a very small role and you didn't even recognize him in, the, in it, so... No, I did. I recognized it, looked him up, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I did that a few times. Mm -hmm. Just Pacific Rim. His role in that. Sure. <laughs> um, but no, he is just such a phenomenal voice actor and actor that I liked seeing in more stuff. I loved him as Hellboy. Mm -hmm. Like I really, really wanted a third Guillermo filmed Hellboy movie. Would have been great. Um, but Ron Perlman's like 80 years old now, so that's never going to happen. Um, so. Yeah. I never think of him as that old, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unless they do it like the kids are like teenagers and they're the major part of the movie and he's like old man Hellboy sitting at home getting be cool. with like huge beer belly. <laughs> Giant horns because he stopped grinding them down. Oh no, he has to grind them down to the, the flame thing shows up. Oh, yeah. That, that's... Apparently we didn't read the Hellboy comics. We did so. not. <laughs> we only watched the movies. We liked two of them for the third one. Well, yeah. the David Hayter one was not. No, that's good. So, but yeah, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Falcor. Yeah, Falcor. The Black Dragon, probably Yay. the most iconic of all yep. of us. Yeah. Again, voiced by Alan Oppenheimer. <laughs> I like at children. Least, at least I hope this was all like this is this is the information I found. So, um, yeah, um, I wish it was a little easier to find this kind yeah. of information so mm -hmm. falcor's fantastic alan oppenheimer though. rockbiter falcor gamork and the narrator oh wow mm -hmm. and uncredited and all uncredited wow yeah. and even the director who is the man who drops milk and he was uncredited i don't want to be in this i'm gonna be in the scene but i don't want to be credited for <laughs> it just the movie yeah. so oh falcor falcor so, was hard to pick for me really a little bit, because it's like, do you go deep voice? Do you go yeah, happy he's, voice? Do you go like, yeah? He's the most iconic. Like when yeah. you think of Never Ending Story, you think Falcor. True, because you don't really think of Treyu. No, right? You, well, you think of somebody Falcor's riding so Falcor. Because so cute and awesome. Yeah. And did did I think I made this joke while we were watching it? But did anybody get like a Tetsuo oh, vibe screaming. from a Treyu? Atreyu! <laughs> it was out of nowhere. <laughs> What's going on? It wasn't as bad, obviously, no. but like, like he yelled it a couple of times, and I'm like, Atreyu! Scott! Gene! Yeah, those two, yeah. I'm probably sure there's a video, but I would love to see a video of just people like yelling the names. Of characters Just from that... everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Tatuo! Or like Valyrian. From the City of a Thousand Planets. God, they say his name so much in that movie. Valerian. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Who is your Falcor? Who's your luck dragon? I, I finally finally settled on Jim Cummings. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's Pete, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if that was sarcastic at no, first. No, that's great. Like, oh, Jim that's Cummings great. is amazing. He's also... Um, He's Winnie the Pooh. Pooh. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Is he going to be like Winnie the Pooh? <gasps> He's Bumpy from <laughs> Bump in the Night. Bother. Oh, bother. <laughs> Love Bumpy. Um, but he's got such a wide range. Oh, but he yes. can do that, those really 
It's almost like two and he's characters. And he's a lovable character, and this is a lovable great. character. Yeah. Doesn't I he like do that. Eeyore as well? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But like he, he's that's way better than the one I've like seen. Super... That's my favorite Winnie the Pooh character. And I'm he's an like Eeyore a super nice guy, right? Yeah. And I like the fact that Jim Cummings will call kids in the hospital as the characters. Oh yeah. And just talks to them. I can't up that one. That's great. So, you don't have to up it. Just you're making no. your own. Stuff. You gotta up me on the I other know. ones. No. Yeah. But that's amazing. I wish I would have picked that. I didn't even think of him. Um, okay, you're gonna laugh at me for this one. <laughs> I picked Mark Mark, Mark Aguilardi. Nice. <laughs> so we're watching Mark Hamill. No, no. I don't know if you know him, but he does a thrilling he adventure hour. Thrilling adventure hour. He's a really good voice actor, and it's hilarious because we're watching Dunk his, Drunk History, and he's super drunk out of his mind. He's laying on the floor, and he's doing different voices <laughs> while he's telling this drunk history and being fed like fruit from the, from the, the, the other guy. Along. I'm like, this guy's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lives the life we all wish, yeah. telling s- stories on but the like, ground. But I kept believe he kept changing voices and kept up to that and being that drunk. Mm-hmm. He's lying on the floor, staring up at the ceiling, yeah. just like doing different voices because he's telling mm-hmm. a story and he's and just he's drunk out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I got. Can I lay down? I gotta lay down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's got a deep, kind of lovable sounding voice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Who'd you have? I also went with deep, deep and lovable. <laughs> um, mostly because this deep voice has an incredible range. He has been scary and mean. He is monotone and informative. Um, I went with Keith David. <laughs> I will honestly say I almost went with Keith Keith David, mm-hmm. but I picked him recently. Yeah. I picked him for Tron, and mm. so I was like, no, I'm not going to pick him again. Yeah. He's good, though. He's yeah. great. So, like, just the... He's when, an amazing when, narrator. When, when, he, <laughs> when he does, like, the happy stuff, like, when he does a happy character, like, it's mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. so much that like, he puts a lot of joy into it, which yeah. is what I, I like Falcor to have, so... Yeah. Because Falcor is definitely this super happy, joyous kind of character, so... While we're talking about Falcor. Did anybody find it weird when the gnome just injects him? Yeah. Was he injured? Apparently, I was reading it again. <laughs> Apparently, there's a scene where they're... Falcor saves them. Saves Atreyu from, like, some weird wasp spider creatures. Oh. And that's oh, so why. Like, so he does so get the injured. Nightmare. Wasp spiders. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Flying spiders. That Murder hornets. Nah, those they, are real. No, they disappeared. white spiders are actually... That sounds... No. Yeah. But, like... He, something I can't quite remember. So he gets what. injured. He gets injured when yeah. he's saving a Treyu. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I always thought it was like getting medicine or something like. Yeah, but it's just weird because all of a sudden it's like I'm gonna stab you in the back. Yeah, it's, it is. It is kind of out of nowhere, isn't it? With this giant needle. Yeah. That's like half of the gnome size. <laughs> so it was a uh, yeah. Okay. So. Cool. Um. Next is our Empress Moonchild apparently. Moonchild. Um played by Tammy Stonark. Stonark? Yep. Um at least in this version. I don't know. <sighs> they call her the childlike Empress in this, which I found very creepy and weird. Yeah, but they she's, don't call her that in It's because she doesn't have a name yet. I think that's why they she's doesn't Ripley. Also known as the Golden Eye Commander of Wishes or Moonchild. Oh. She's got many names. So like, well, that makes sense. If a kid's reading a story and they have to name her, maybe she mm-hmm. keeps getting named by different children. Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you 
Keith. <laughs> what? I, don't know, I like the name. I like the name. It's my name. <laughs> but I'm no. a girl. Hey, it's it's 2020, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The world's back to normal with Keith ruling it. <laughs> ah, Keith. <laughs> or I could go with Gary, like Planet Bob. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who is your empress? So I was looking up. I was looking up kid actors. Because it's the childlike empress. And I actually settled on an actress who's like 27. That's appropriate. Which is really creepy. I want Anna Sophie, Sophia Anna, Rob. Rob. She looks really young. She and does. I had no idea Her she's almost 30. sounds familiar, but I can't picture her. Uh, she played Leslie in Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, I know who that is. And she was Violet Bogard in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. yeah, she's older now for sure. She's like... She was. She still currently looks like she did young. back then. Oh, yeah. Wow. So she looks really young. Like she has that really innocent, the big eyes and all that. So, I was like, you can totally just play her up as the empress. You don't. I, again, they don't call her the childlike empress. So well, I wouldn't really. They? No, they don't. They just oh. call her the empress. The empress. Oh, damn! If I no figured that, I would have. I did pick a kid for mine. I think I've picked her before, but I picked a Daphne Keen. She, okay. You know what that is, right? Yeah, you yeah. Have, I think you have after you watched um, uh, that. His Dark Materials? That's the one. Yes. Yeah. But she's a good little actress, right? Yeah, she's a good little actress. <laughs> she is actually little. She's really young. She was great as X23. Oh, I was going to say, yes. she was uh, yeah. Laura and yeah. Logan. And this, well, she's, she keeps playing like really tough parts, so this is kind of a little something different in a way. It's still mm -hmm. fantasy, but. Yeah. You're going to laugh at my pick. Why? <laughs> ah, <laughs> I picked Mae Whitman. Oh, really? Yeah. She's a good, great voice actress. Yeah. Right? So, I like to keep this, and you're going to laugh at my final pick as well, but um, I, I like, I'm kind of keeping this, like, I want to keep it, she's an empress. She isn't supposed to be, eh, eh, eh. she's an empress. She should be more strong. But she's also... A, she's dying, so, yeah. and then B, she's literally just calling she, out to Bastion. All she literally does is sit there and him. talk. <sighs> also, how bad is it that Atreyu's whole adventure is just go on an adventure and then come back because his yeah, kid's he, watching you? Yeah. Yeah. So It didn't make any sense. There's really no cure? Like the, the, invent, the adventure should set up the fact that he needed to have the adventure so that the kid would want to yeah. save the world. He needs to invest the yeah. kid into what this world is yeah. and the people that and inhabit it. And they just do not do that because no. the kid does nothing. Atreyu does nothing. What's I mean? You put more into the story. You yeah. make him fight all that stuff. Yeah. But he gets beaten the crap up. Yeah. They're like throwing him in the mud. <laughs> they really did. Although so. apparently he almost... What was it? Apparently he almost lost an eye. Whoa. The actor. Because when they had the wolf and it fell on him and oh. apparently it almost crushed him. Really? And apparently he passed out at one point when they were in the mud, I think. Well, yeah, because like, trying to walk through deep mud is yeah. really hard. Oh. So. Yeah, that, that guy well, went through a lot of... I was wondering with the horse, because the horse looked terrified, because there was a certain point, I think it was still in the 80s, they didn't have protection for animals. I wonder no, if... No, so, like... this would have been after that. Okay. So, sorry, that you said that. So there was an elevator that yeah. the horse was on that went down, okay. which is why, and he got caught by that, <gasps> and he got pulled under. The kid? Yeah. Oh. According to IMDb trivia. That's scary. 
So we lost the kid on the never-ending story. We don't know where he is in the mud. He'll show up. The horse is fine. Yeah, this wasn't like Milo Notice yeah. where they lost oh. a bunch of dogs and cats. That was before they Milo put Milo Notice. Yeah. That was so sad. That was also made in a different part of the world. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't quite care as much about that stuff than we do. I don't want to think about that. Okay, let's not. Moving sad. on. We're going to talk about Bastion Balthazar Bucks. What who a sounds name. Who sounds like a villain from Constantine. Yes. <laughs> well, I always have Balthazar as a... Um, Sorcerer's Apprentice. That was Nick, Nicholas Cage's character. It was Balthazar. Why? That's right. That's right. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Why do you remember that? Because it's Nicholas, giant trash hole of a movie. It's Nicholas Cage. One of his many crushes. <laughs> you have Harris. Or, yeah, you have Harris Ford. Okay, <laughs> give me something okay, here. Okay, okay. <laughs> At least my actor's good. Though my actor has never won a Best Actor Oscar, which yours has. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm up? Uh, yes. Originally played by Barrett Oliver. Oh, I cannot stand this kid. This kid's pretty bad. This kid was bad. And I'm sorry. That just killed the movie for me. Yeah. And the interactions of Bastion to what's going on need to be more clear. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, do they hear him or does he, like... Why is it that when he cries out at one point they hear him, but like when he's running around and doing stuff they don't? Or like when he's just he's like uh, like two inches from the book, yeah, and he's talking to himself. Why don't they hear that? Like, or what really bugs me is I'm gonna bite this sandwich. No, save the rest for later. It was so weird. <laughs> what is going how on? He said yeah. it. And how long is he in this school? Because where the hell's his dad? Yeah, was his dad not? Like and then he's, the, he's there at night. Like all the and, lights go out, everyone's left. Everyone yeah. Oh, I loved. I absolutely love that. The bell rings. He walks downstairs to watch all the teachers and kids walk out, and the lights shut off. Yeah. My mother is a principal. That I grew happen. up in lots of schools. They would work there till like eight o'clock, and then the janitors are there, and like schools just don't shut well, down. No. Also, nowadays they would be like, "This kid's not at school. Let's call the parents. Yeah. yeah, find out where the kid is. Hey, your kid's not at school. What do you mean? He yeah. Did, yeah, he didn't show up for class. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, so for Bastion, I went with Roman Griffin Griffin Davis. Who's that? Who you might know as Jojo in Jojo's Rabbit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's the kid. He's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a much better actor. As yeah, least. well. Definitely. But he has that kind of... You didn't want to go with... Uh, nerdiness his, to his, him? His best friend, who's hilarious. Oh. I chose him before, too, oh, though. that's right. Um, you can choose again. Yorgi? Yorgi. Yeah. You can choose Yorgi him again. Yorgi was amazing, and I, I, I did think of going with him. <laughs> you just can't choose him, like, four times. I know. He was but so I want to hold him for something else because okay. that kid was hilarious. But <laughs> Wait, I want to know more in paper uniform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to rewatch that movie. It's a good movie. But I wanted somebody that, again, as much as we said, like it's kind of a little bit more nerdy, mm-hmm. and you look at him as a little bit more of an outcast, and that's kind of what he was in Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah. So that's what I went with. Okay, the actor I picked—he's not the best actor. But he worked. He working with other actors up against people and getting along with people. He seems to be a bit better. And I also kind of picked him because my Atreyu. They kind of have a similar build and look. Because the way I would do is that like he would pro- kind of project himself in the mm-hmm. book, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay, so I picked uh, Michael Campion. I think that's how you say his name. I could be absolutely wrong. He's in Fuller House as Jackson. The older brother? Yeah, the oldest brother. So, like, he's not the best actor, but he's gotten better. And Mm. The right director, he'd probably be That's what I mean, like... And he's nowhere near as bad as this kid in this movie. No, no this kid so, was just bad. Or even, I think the other really bad kid actor is the one who's in Once Upon a Time. He worked with tons of adults, and that oh. kid did not get any better with his acting. Yeah. No. He got worse. I stopped watching after oh, season yeah, three. Oh, yeah, got pretty bad. Got stupid. I stopped watching after season one because it was terrible. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I think if, and also if you're getting along with the other actors and stuff, they tend mm. to work well off each other. I went a very similar vein, except I obviously went went younger because I'm doing someone who's very similar in age. Mm-hmm. I went with his younger brother, Elias uh, Harger. Oh yeah? yeah, I thought about picking him. He's not, like he's not the best actor either. No, but, but again, he's... like this character is in very little of the movie. Yes, and like the from the little I watched of that show, I actually really liked him. His boisterousness, like yes. he was very outgoing. Hmm. Yeah, right with with that, and I kind of want that from this character. Like this character has to speak a lot of emotions. Yeah. Right? So, either that or he's just sitting in front of a book and it's kind of boring. So, he only interacts with a room. So, you need to have someone who can be more than... Kind of like... This is going to sound like a really weird comparison. Like Kevin Smith. Because when he plays Silent Bob, he has to act way more with his face and with his hands than oh, a normal actor does puts, because he's not himself, saying anything. Puts himself into yeah, it. Yeah, right? So, yeah. like, this character has to be a lot more... Like, he has to be more like a theater actor than a movie actor. Yeah. Like, Honestly, he has to play to the, out, the the crowd, right? As long as he wasn't as solid like the other guy, the no. other kid. Mm. So. You do well. All right. Last but not least, we have Noah Hathaway playing Atreyu. Atreyu. Yeah. <laughs> Falcor! Do it. That's Yeah, so I was waiting for that one. So I went different from you. I I wanted to tray you and Bastion to be completely different. Oh, okay. Because it's he's reading well, a story. He green well, he's green and blue hair, which I think is awesome. <laughs> but he's reading a story in which he's picturing this hero. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's not so much like you don't really ever... I mean, I don't know how you guys read, but when I picture stuff, I don't typically picture myself as... I don't. I just thought that would be a good way of doing it for we, the movie. We recently mm-hmm. had this conversation with when it comes to video games, too. Yeah. Right? Because, like, people want to... When they're playing a video game, this is how I want... This, I'm portraying myself onto this character, <laughs> which is something I have never done. Huh. So I never understood why people have this really negative response to well this isn't how i would do it and no. it's like well no it's not you they're telling you a story like yeah well, well I th- sorry no you go ahead no go i would just because we did talk about this because there's different ways of, of for when you're gaming like um so when it's like a character like you said like it shouldn't matter if it's a guy or a girl for a character like if that's the story it doesn't really matter i'm not putting myself into that character and even but if you go to, like, an MMO or something game or, like, mm-hmm. RPG where you're actually designing your character, then I might put myself into it, but I never actually put myself into it. I put a really cooler version of myself. Yeah. Like, I'm going to dye, yeah. like, pick, like, a purple hair color mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, but even then, like, but still to this day, one of my major pet peeves with video games is the silent protagonist. 
I don't want this character that yeah. I don't want this character that I'm playing to have nothing to them. No. Because it's supposed to be me, quote unquote. I, I hate that. But that's why I think I mean, both of us have played it. The Last of Us 2. That's why we love The Last of Us 2. Because they're literally And The Last of Us 1. You're play, well, you're, us. you're basically, you're playing, you're playing a game, but you're yeah. almost, that is a story, and yeah. you're doing it, you're, that's, that's yeah. it I doesn't matter what we, the character is, I it's about that character. I don't make myself feel like Joel. No. no. But we, or Ellie. We used to play or, Destiny. Yeah. Right? Our character's barely nothing talk. like us. Yeah. And they barely talk. Mine was an Exo. <laughs> yeah. Was a robot. Yeah, mine was the better hunter. You that's know, when like, you're pretending. Get, get the that, warlocks were awesome. That's when you're. That's what I was trying to explain. That's when you're pretending to be no. someone else. But you're but not. It's even like Skyrim. Like yeah. when I played Skyrim, it's nothing. I think mm. I actually went female on that one because I was like, meh, might as well. I almost always play as a female character if I have a chance to. But I mean, it, there is a lot of you. You do end up putting mm. parts of you into books and whatnot and, and stuff. I think but with, I think. I think with this movie, that's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to stick to that. That's so, why I went anyways, that direction. Yes. Anyways, back to back to a trait. Yes. So I went different from my Bastion. I went with Asher Angel. Plays Billy Batson in Shazam. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So he played the, the yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, Because I figured he's good. Yeah, he's good. Make him green, blue Especially hair. like the emotion he has on his face when he finds out his mom just didn't want him. Yes. Oh. Like, that is a very... Yeah. And it's an action-y film for that case in which he doesn't really do a lot of the action, but he does some. Mm-hmm. And he's got that kind of ability to do it, so I went with him. And he's a little older, so I went older. Yeah. I'm making mine a teenager. Okay, so I went with Aiden Gallagher. You oh. guys should know who that is. It's five from uh, the Umbrella Ca- Academy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this kid's a really good actor. And, like, I want him to do more, like, action and fighting and stuff. And we've seen that in the Umbrella Academy. And he kind of looks similar to my Bastion. They kind of have a similar Season look. Season two come out soon. Soon. End of the like month. Yes. Three I'm really days. excited about that. Yeah. And he is a really good actor. Remember, he was acting, at, he was still acting as a kid, but he was supposed to be, like, a lot older because mm. he'd actually mm-hmm. lived a long time. Yeah. And apparently this guy sings and writes his own stuff and shows and things. This kid's yeah. really talented. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who did Hassa have? Yeah. Um, because he's animated, oh, I yeah. picked a very recent animated warrior that I really enjoyed. So I picked Zach Taylor. Tyler. I picked Aang. Oh. He said it right. Yeah, because that's his name. Yes! <laughs> Victory! No, the character in the movie is named Ong. No. There's a difference. <laughs> Shut up. He's a different character. We all agreed the movie doesn't exist. <laughs> no, we didn't. We watched it, though. It was all terrible. <laughs> the movie was Ong, and he was the avatar. In the show, he is Aang, the avatar. <laughs> but no, I thought he did such a good job bringing this... He probably sounds older now, though. So? I'm just saying. He might have a different sounding voice now. He does other stuff now. He also, I don't know. He also wasn't a young kid when he did Avatar. No? no? I no. thought he was pretty young. Um, so, yeah. I, I think he'd do a good job. I think he has a good... No- it's it's not just the sound of his voice. I don't want him to just be Aang. Oh, I, yeah. I just no. I, I liked the energy that he had, plus mixed with the, the doubt and the... Like he has just an all around emotions. Yeah, he has a good emotional voice actor, so Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember he's in other things. That and I just 
I really want people from TV shows and video game voice actors to transition into these animated movies. And the fact that it never happens really bothers me. Well, that's why I picked, like, pretty much all mine are voice actresses and actors. Yeah, because, like, when you get to animated, like, Disney films and stuff, like, look at, I know this isn't that recent, but the Lady and the Tramp remake. Like, technically live action, but not live action. It was Mm -hmm. animated, right? Or Lion King. Like, those are all big-name actors. It was Beyonce and Childish Gambino. What the hell's his name? Uh, Donald Glover. Thank you. I wanted to see how long it was going to take him. (laughs) But, like, why wasn't that actual voice actors right yeah i think they just i, don't but I think they use they use the big names to draw you in that's what they if, do if you're like they we're doing lion do king with but, although if they said joe dimaggio but that then again hilarious, like but they, even, they, can, they can do that with the top five actors but, but they, like they hmm. still even the my little pony movie that came out because we everyone's heard those ponies voices yeah. mm-hmm. but the top build ones were like emily that, blunt yeah, and lee shriver that's what gets people yeah. in it kind of sucks for them that yeah. they don't get a lot of credit. But the thing is, all these people, even today, are still part of everyone's childhood. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just when you get older, you're like, wait. Like, I don't <laughs> know what I would ever do if I met Ron Perlman and Maurice LaMarche. Like, any of these like, people, really. I think I would, like, just because Ron... Sign my copy of Pacific Rim. <laughs> Ron Perlman. Oh, sorry. I meant um, Rob Paulson. <laughs> Did he not? Okay. I, I'm, just making yeah. sure. Was... Rob Paulson. I'm like... With Animaniacs and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. and like, they were such an important part of me growing up. And they still are. Like, They're still in kids' cartoons. Or, or, all these um, voice actors and actresses. Uh, Batman. A, um, Kevin Conroy. Kevin yes. Conroy. Like, I, I don't even know if I'd be able to talk to him. See, that's why I He's wish they would come Batman. for like Fan Expo. I yeah, know well, they. A lot of the, the world shut down. So no, I know. Yes. But a lot of the voice actors <laughs> that come to those are yeah. a lot of the ones that do the dubbing like, now. Christina Ricci was there last time. I would not go up and talk to her. Like I was like, nope, I, I am not nervous. doing this. I don't like. <laughs> Why not? It's because so it nervous. just, I just can't do that. It's not in. It is very. We nerve- don't have the courage you do. Okay? No, it was very nerve wracking. But <laughs> yeah. I, we we talked about this before. Meeting Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is probably the best person to meet because of the way he interacts with everybody, and mm. he's, he's Bruce a Campbell. actor. Yeah, and I, he's amazing. I think he gets excited about fans, it yeah. seems like. He clearly does. And he knows how to play with them and talk to them, which was just amazing. Well, he's definitely... And I love Bruce Campbell. He's definitely <laughs> of that ilk of... He knows where his fame and his money comes from. Mm-hmm. Probably in that order, right? Yeah. Like, he loves his fans because his fans keep him in work, and his fans love him. Yes. Right? So, yeah. Like, there was no way that Ash vs. the Evil Dead show would have ever existed... If people didn't love Bruce Campbell. And that show was an amazing show. And I was sad it got canceled after the third season. So, mm. anyway. Okay. Sorry, we talked about Bruce Campbell too long. That is the never-ending story. And it ended. Thank goodness. Yes. Well, or it did, did it. We the story to, continues. Now we but the that's sequel, for another And then day. the third movie was starring Jack Black. <gasps> I kind of want to watch Jack that. Black was in the I don't third think one? I've seen Was he film? actually? Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, now I gotta go watch this. He doesn't start Watch the second one, too. I think he's a bully. Yeah, still. Yeah, I told Danielle that, and she's like, no. And I'm like, look it up. I don't think I saw the third one. Or if I did, I might have the, seen it once. The, the only reason I know that is because I like Jack Black, and I know that's one of his like first roles was that. was that. I saw a picture. I Other saw the than, picture. He was wearing like a leather jacket, yeah. but he looks really young. Yeah. Other than that commercial where he was for Pitfall. 
Yeah, so they need, they need it back in the day. No? Real no, we're, we're very not that old, is dating he? Is that he's 40s? It's still pretty old. Although he looks really old with the giant beard now. Yeah. Anyway. Quarantine beard. Quarantine beard. So, All right, where can they find us? Where can they find us? Oh, you can find us at uh, Facebook at Recasted, on Twitter at Recasted Pod. We're on Spotify and iTunes. So, also with that being said, bear with us. <sighs> we are attempting to switch over carriers for our podcast uh, and it's not going too well, so Cause... if we get late <laughs> uploads or whatever, um, bear with us. We're, well, we're doing our best. We do this as a hobby, basically. Yeah. So we all have full-time jobs. So yeah. Okay, Chris, where can they find you? Uh, the Canuck Comic Guy Store. Still got stuff going. Actually, I have a couple new boxes that are going up shortly yeah. here. And some point, I'll be getting on our table that nice. will go up on the Facebook table. It's no rush. Yeah. No, I'm not rushing on it. It's <laughs> and, too hot to do things right now. And Danielle, where can they find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Fiona Veer, all lowercase F-I-O-N-V-E-E-R. Okay. I put a lot of baking stuff on there. Sometimes pictures of the cats and my daughter and stuff. But yeah. Our daughter. Your our daughter. daughter. <laughs> Your daughter. Our cutie little daughter. <laughs> totally the cats are our daughters too. Technically, yes. Technically. Okay. Chris, well, let's end this. Yes. From all of us here at Recasted, go watch Dragonheart.